Welcome to the Toxin Terminator, helping people to restore and renew their health by removing the toxins from the home and their lives. Join in as industry thought leaders help you understand the physical and emotional effects these products can have on you and your family, and the safe alternatives you can use to remove the hidden toxins for renewed health. Now, please welcome your host, the Toxin Terminator herself, Amy Carlson. 60% of people are suffering from a chronic disease today. There are five main sources in our home that are contributing to those chronic diseases. And most people have no idea that they're using materials within their homes that are actually making them sick. What if you could clean your home safely? You could have easy to make recipes with items you already have, and you could make a few small changes to get yourself on that path to wellness. In my course, I'll show you how to detox each and every room of your house and create a healthy home environment. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the show. I'm super excited today. I got through Thanksgiving, okay, and we're ready to ham up another uh, podcast episode. Today, we've got Patrick Fitzgibbons with us. Now, he is... Let me tell you, he's got quite the history. First and foremost, he was a paratrooper for the 82nd Airborne, and I want to thank you for your service. Thank you. Um, and everything that you did for our country. I think that is just needs to be said right off the top. He is a retired um, officer, a law, enfor law enforcement officer of better than 20 plus years, 23 years, um, actually. And not only is he that, but he's got an MBA in business and an MA in organizational leadership. So he actually teaches part time, um, really wanting to impact the next generation of law enforcement officers. And, and I just think that is awesome. He is a podcast host himself of CJ Evolution. It is a criminal justice podcast. Not only is it a criminal justice podcast, but it's ranked number one in criminal justice. And kudos to you for that. Annie's an author. And we're really going to dig into the book because his book is called Evolve. I've got that on the name of the episode is Evolve. And it's, it's really, it's a collection of routines and habits and advice that he's gotten and received and given over his years of coaching and being a podcast host to really take charge of your life and um, be your best self. And that's what we're all about is, you know, really stepping into that being our best self. So I can't wait to dig into this conversation today. Patrick, thanks for being with us. Thank you so much, Amy. It's a pleasure uh, being on the show. I love that little jingle you get going on. Like that? <laughs> I, I love it. And uh, I listened to the Toxin Terminator. It's a great show. Keep up the great work. We had a discussion uh, before I came on the show about a week ago, and I just love what you're doing, man. It's great work and much needed. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Now, we are live, guys. So if you're popping in, let us know where you're watching from and uh, type your comments in. Uh, if you got questions, we want to hear those. When I bring this to you guys live, that means I'm giving you the expert. So um, ask your questions away and we'll do our best to make sure that we get those answered. You know, your history is just filled with really resilience. It's filled with, you know, making choices. 
in life. And I'd really like to kind of tap in and give and have you give us some history on, you know, how these career choices have impacted you personally and your family. Yeah. Well, I grew up in a, in a military family. My dad mm-hmm. was a, an attorney uh, in the military for many years. And I've always had this, uh, you know, this uh, burning, you know, inside me to, you know, to serve. So uh, I didn't go to college right away. I waited for a little bit, uh, entered the military at 21, uh, you know, served uh, my country for a while down with the 82nd Airborne, jumping out of perfectly good aircraft. I'm still hunting after my recruiter. He lied to me, I think. But uh, <laughs> at a, uh, I, that, that takes a lot, let me tell you, you know, yeah. to be able to do something like that. I, I, I can't. Like you said, a perfectly good airplane. I, I I'd love to try it, but boy, you'd you'd have to shove me out of that. Plane. Yeah, it was it was a great time, you know. And like I said, I came from a military uh, family, and uh, but after the military, got into law enforcement. I have friends mm-hmm. or I have a family that is. I come from a family of cops, uh, mainly in Chicago and Chicago area, and and so I knew I wanted to continue serving uh, in a capacity, uh, not the big scale like the military, but I wanted to serve, you know, my community and came back to Colorado with a, uh, my wife and young baby in tow and started my law enforcement career. And it's been, uh, it's been a great ride. You know, like you mentioned, Amy, it's over uh, 23 years uh, in law mm-hmm. enforcement, ups and downs, obviously, like any career, right. but uh, retired uh, at the top of my game and uh, just having a great time. Uh, well, you mentioned the show. Thank you so much. And uh, yeah, I'm just continuing to give back to the profession that was so good to me. Yeah. Uh, over the years, and I'm really am blessed. And but you know, law enforcement, you know, did affect my my relationships with my family along the way. And oh, yeah. yeah, it was up and down. Absolutely, and it certainly, you know, you had such a good heart to begin with. You know, one of service, and um, you know, I find that so many of us that do what we do really have a heart of service. Mm-hmm. Really, we do that in, in whatever capacity that's going to look like, but it's it it's riddled with sacrifice. It's yeah. you know not only yours personally but your family as you go along. So, um, you you got into coaching, and primarily with you know law enforcement, you know, and, and going on to the next generation. But I got to think that you also coach with you know people like me as well. Yeah, yeah I do, and and that's why I mean I. I I love the the title of your podcast, and that's I mean the the toxin terminator. And in law enforcement, law enforcement's a toxic environment. Oh. That's not I'm not that's not a dig on law enforcement. I love the brave men and women who serve us every day, but it's a toxic environment. Meaning people don't call us when things are great; they call us when you know what is hitting the fan. Yeah. And over the years, that's going to wear on you. You're human. You, there's only so much human angst and suffering and trauma that you can see without it affecting you. And over the years, it did affect me. Yeah. And um, so it did wreak havoc on my personal relationships, my relationships uh, with uh, my family. Mm-hmm. I have great relationships with them now, but it took a lot of work, hard work on my end to get to the point where I'm at right now. But you mentioned coaching and I love coaching, yeah. you know, criminal justice professionals mainly, mm-hmm. you know, on the perils of the job and how not to let it affect you the way it did me. And you can live uh, a great life, you know, and get rid of the toxins in your life, even if you have a high stress job, like a first responder job. Oh. And so I, I just love, you know, teaching and coaching and mentoring, you know, people I can and share my experiences with them to help them not make the mistakes I made. 
Absolutely. So, you know, my book, I wrote a book as well called The Toxin Terminator, and I really parallel, you know, living a, a, a life of wellness. There's really five categories mm-hmm. of toxin. Talk about air, water, food, absorption. But the fifth pillar of my living a toxin-free lifestyle is mental. And that's yeah. really where your toxicity is, you know, because it's you're, you're taking on the energy you know, of the, of the field that you're in, but it really becomes this mental toxicity if you allow it to be, right? Yeah, exactly. And you mentioned my book, uh, Amy, thank you so much. Evolve is an acronym yes. that I use for my book and you hit it right on the head. The first letter E stands for elevate your mind, elevate your way of thinking. And you have to do that, you know, I mean, in order for everything else to change in your life, you have to elevate the way you think and change your your thoughts. If you're thinking great, you know, positively all the time, and you're and you're thinking good thoughts, that's good. You're 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 doing what most are not doing. But well, let, let's back that up just a second, Patrick, because you know we all hear things like just just think positive. Just I knew you were going to call me on that. I knew you were going <laughs> to call me on that. But it's it. It, and it takes, yeah, I, I should have elaborated a little bit more. You know, it's important that you think positively, but you have to put action behind that. So you can't just live in a bubble where you think everything's great and you have to think, no, positivity is is part of it. But you also have to take action. You have to take steps to get to that point where you're developing those good habits of, okay, I'm not going to let the negativity get to me. I'm going to think positively. Everybody has things that they should be grateful for. I know I do. I know you do. But that's the bigger part of it. So you're exactly right. You can't just think positive and everything's going to be okay. That's not really realistic. You have to put action behind that. And it takes hard work. But remember this, whatever you put in your mind, it's going to grow. So Mm -hmm. if if you're planning it with toxins, if you're planning it with negativity, your mind's going to grow and that's what it's going to cultivate. If you're thinking positive thoughts along with action mm-hmm. and putting good things in your soul and listening to shows like yours, mm-hmm. it's going to grow. It's going to grow, but it takes action. Right. Well, let me ask you this question because I, and I don't mean to stick on to one topic here, but it's so important. Um, you know, you're evolved is going to be an acronym, right? So we're going to go through all the letters here, um, uh, which, by the way, guys, I'm running the website on the bottom of the screen. So if you want to get a copy of the book, that's where you need to go. Um, So make sure that you go in and grab yourself a copy of that. What are the action steps one needs to take? Because, you know, I kind of considered myself almost like immune to what a lot of people have been experiencing this year because as a podcast host I'm working virtually already right you know so my world work-wise didn't change really any Mm -hmm. Um, this has always been my connection and I I had stayed pretty positive my work got really busy I'm in the wellness field we we got really hammered um, you know and and things were really busy but over the last several weeks it's I got the tools. I teach the tools just like you do. And I'm like, I was talking to my husband. I said, I, I just can't even pick positivity right now. I just can't. Well, I mean, some of the tools, I mean, you know, like I said, I mean, I, I, I think I mentioned, you know, gr- you know gratitude. I mean, yeah. it really took me a while to get into the habit of, uh, of, of gratitude, but I'm in the habit of gratitude every day. So one of the action tips that you can start right now for the listeners and the viewer is, before your feet even hit the bed in the morning, I want you to take a moment. And yes, your life might be 
crappy, if I could mm -hmm. say that. And you might think, you know, everything's doom and gloom. But I'm willing to bet that you have things to be grateful for in your life. First of all, you're alive, right? right. Some, some, <laughs> yeah. A lot of people didn't wake up the way you did this morning, like I did and you did, Amy. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. that's just life. So first and foremost, you have your life. That's something mm -hmm. to be grateful for. I remember I heard a, a stat. Now, don't quote me on this actual stat, but it was 400 billion to one. That's your chances of being born. A lot of us take it for granted. I know I have and, you know, and, and throughout my life. But you, it's, it doesn't happen lightly. You shouldn't take your, your being here with a grain of salt. It really is a stroke of luck, genius, God, whoever you want to call it. So my point is be grateful. And when I start my day in gratefulness, Amy, mm -hmm. it sets the tone for the rest of the day. I might experience negative things, but as long as I start the day off and, hey, I'm glad I have a roof over my head. I have my family that loves me. I love them. I have my health. I'm breathing. That's a way to start the day off with that proper attitude. And it's simplistic, I know, but the more you practice it, the better off you're going to feel. I love that. And you already mentioned, you know, listening or paying attention to what you're allowing into yeah. your field. You know, what are you listening to? What are you reading? You know, those type of things as well. So then we go into the V part. What's V of the evolve? The V is visualization. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I think it's so important. Again, it takes action steps. But science has proven along the way, when you visualize and you really, you know, see yourself getting that promotion, you see yourself getting that job, you seeing yourself having better relationships, whatever the case may be, you can visualize anything you want. But the more you visualize it, the more your subconscious is going is to move in that direction. And if you don't believe me, the science supports it. So yeah. the V stands for visualization. Again, you can't just wish for a million dollars and expect it to, you know, I, I think I actually say this in the book, it's not going to land in your lap, right. you have to take action steps. So visualization is a big part of the key to your success. And I do it all the time. I visualize myself along with action, mm -hmm. me doing or achieving what I want to achieve. And it works, folks. Oh, it does. There, um, And here, here's just a, uh, the, the subconscious mind has no idea of the difference between real and not exactly. real. You know, and I don't know what science is back there that supports that, but it's there, <laughs> you know, it's, it's there. And, you know, all you got to do is think about when you're watching a movie, right? Yeah. You know, and, and you know, it's a movie and it's actors on a screen, but you're brought to tears or you yeah. jump in fear, right? Because yeah. your brain doesn't know. And this is what you're talking about with that visualization is, you know, what you what you tell yourself through your visualization and, and see happening, that's what your reality is going to become. Exactly. So, so oh, true. It's like, it's like law of attraction. You've heard of it and you believe in it probably, oh, yeah. Amy. It's that yeah. what you put out there, what you're going to get. So that's, yeah. it's, and I never, I, I didn't really believe that a lot over the years, but I believe it now. Oh, I believe it 100%. And probably the customer service advisors I've been speaking to this morning probably don't believe that. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about manifesting, right? Yeah. Okay, so we got the B. How about the O? O is others. You know, Jim Rohn, great Jim Rohn. You probably oh. heard of him. He, oh, he famously said, you know, you're the average of the five people that you associate with. So I always encourage people. I'm a big believer that you obviously are who you associate with. So if you hang out, it's like the key. Remember when we were growing up, Amy, and you have kids, I have kids. You, I don't want you hanging out with those kids. You know, I don't want you hanging out with those certain people. Why? Because eh, we got this. They're troublemakers. 
Why did we do that? Because we know that if our kids started associating with that, there's a pretty good chance they're going to end up doing no good. Yeah. The same with what I just said. You know, who are who's your tribe? Who's your crew? Whatever you want to call it. Who are the five mm-hmm. people? It doesn't necessarily have to be five, but that's what Jim Rohn said, and that's what I use. Mm-hmm. Who are the people you're associating with? The people right. you need to be associating with, and I tell clients, you need to be associating with people who are lifting you up. Again, not living in a bubble. They have bad days, but Overall, they have they bring that energy yeah. that you need into pushing you and getting you to that next level. If you look at any successful person out there, Amy, mm-hmm. I guarantee you they don't hang out with people who are toxic, no. who are bringing them down. Right. They're hanging out with people that are pushing them to that next level. I always tell people I don't want to be the smartest guy in the room. I want to surround myself with people who are smarter than me so I can learn. So the O is others. And I always encourage people, do a people inventory. And I know what what I'm about to say is probably my people are like, what's this guy talking about? Sometimes people need to get out of your life. Mm -hmm. Let's be perfectly honest. Just because they're family or friends doesn't mean that they have the right to dump on you all the time. Right. You know, and, and, and get that, you know, spread that toxicity on you. Yeah, and clarify that with, you know, because sometimes we do have toxic family members and sometimes we can't, you know, delete them, right? There's no delete button on them. They're always going to be family, but we can choose the amount of time and influence that we want to let them have on us, right? Exactly right. Look, you know, I have an older sister that I'm thinking about right now who is, you know, she's kind of negative and I love her more than anything, Mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean I have to like hanging out with her. So I, I take her in doses. You know, yeah. it doesn't mean I don't love. See, that's what, that's what, well, no, I mean, I know that seems, you know, brash or anything, but you have to be very, very, you have to be very, very strict with the, your time. You should be, it's your life. You shouldn't, just because they're family doesn't mean that they get a free pass to dump on you all the time and monopolize your times. But that's a hard thing to do for a lot of people. And I get it. I've been there, but oh, your okay. life is your life and you only have this one life and you shouldn't be spending it with people who are negative or toxic family or not. You should love them, pray for them, wish for the best for them. But that doesn't mean they get to monopolize your time. I love that. And such a key component, because if you want something more from your life, you've got to put people in your life that already have it so yeah. that you can, you know, learn from them and, and, you know, grow from them. That I love that. Others. Um, what a great one. And we've all heard it. Like yeah. you said, you know, don't yeah. hang out with It's hard people. to, you know, it's hard to practice. It's, it takes time and it takes time to to get to that point. And again, you can't let what I would encourage your listeners to do. Don't get manipulated to think that, oh, you you know, now they're telling you that you don't love them. It's not about love. Well, maybe you don't love them. I don't know. But for me, it wasn't love. It was about, I don't want to be around the negativity. Did you know that many of us have symptoms of toxin overload in our bodies, but we don't even know it. Signs of a toxic overload could be headaches, fatigue, insomnia, skin issues like acne and psoriasis, and hormonal imbalances, and the list just keeps on going. But the problem I had, and I'm sure many of you have had, is how can you know how well you're managing your toxic risk? That's why I've put together a free toxic risk assessment that will help you discover what products might be contributing to your toxic symptoms and what small changes you can make to detox and cleanse your health. After you take the assessment, you're going to get my free toxic free home shopping guide. 
This is the easy button for finding the right products to shop for. These are the products I've been using in my home and the products I give my stamp of approval on. Take your free assessment now at amycarlson.com to get on the path of detoxing and cleansing your health. Right. And, and um, I think one of the most powerful things that I learned as an adult, as I think back, was that like and love are two different things. Exactly. You know, I can be mad at someone. I can dislike them, but I can still love them. Exactly. You know, um, and that was so encouraging to learn because I equated if I loved you, then that meant I needed to spend time with you and I needed to like you as well. And that's simply not not the truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Love that. Love that. Oh, I love these these, uh, (laughs) acronyms and everybody's got them. I need to come up with one. Okay, L. Uh, L is love yourself. Now, I know what people might think. Maybe, I don't know, but it's not narcissistic. It's not, (laughs) the intent was not to come across as, well, you got to, but look at, look at the, it's simple, simply this. If you don't love yourself, how are you going to love other people? How are you going to serve other people? So again, the old, you know, example, we've all heard, you know, we've we've heard it a, a bunch of times. You know, you go on a plane, the accident, mass fall. Who are you going to put the mask on first? Yourself in order to take care of others. So if you're not taking care of yourself, and that includes love, you have to love yourself. How are you going to love anybody else? So L is loving yourself. It goes back to that uh, gratitude that you have so much to be grateful for every day. You just got to open your eyes and be grateful for it. And that includes loving yourself. Right. And uh, the first responder community is so, you know, we're tough, tough nuts because we're, we're so good at taking care of other people, but often we don't take care of ourselves. And, you know, it's like other professions, but you have to love yourself, take care of your mind, take care of your body and everything else is going to fall into place. What do you tell that person that is just um, has such low self-esteem mm-hmm. that they just there, there is no love. And in fact, there might be even loathing, you know, for themselves. How do you work with someone like that? Well, I mean, that's a great question, Amy. And I would say that most of the things that you have are feeling, uh, it's because of something that happened when you were a kid, young, young trauma, whatever. And it's unfortunate, but you don't have to continue living the life. There's no, it's not like a tattoo. You have to wear it the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. You can learn strategies and tips and suggestions to start, uh, loving yourself and improving your life. And a part of that is again, who you're surrounding yourself with. What are you consuming? And not just from a food standpoint, but what are you consuming? What are you reading? What are you listening to? What do you, you know, I mean, if you, if, you know, social media is good and bad, bad being that, you know, it's, 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 you know, it's make believe a lot of times, you know, people are yeah. scrolling through and they're like, oh my God, their life is so much better than mine. Look, quit doing that. I mean, it's, you need to work on yourself first, but remember that there's the things that we struggle with often are because we're conditioned at a very young age. Right. Think right. of it. Think of it, you know, as a toddler. Most toddlers, I mean, they're fearless. They can do anything they want. I mean, they're they have no fear. It's only until we get conditioned by right. peers, you know, yeah. and other people within our life, then we start thinking, well, I guess I can't do it. I guess I'm not that good. Or I guess my dad always told me I was a failure, so I'm guess I'm a failure. You just have to break that mold, break that cycle, and you can do it. You just right. got to believe in yourself and you got to, again, surround yourself with coaches like you and listen to your podcast mm-hmm. and other stuff. There's so much 
great information that we have at our fingertips today. So right. you can become better, but right. it starts with, you know, it starts with you. It starts with a desire to become better and realize that you are loved. You are cherished. Yeah. You are, you have right. so much to give to the world and you can, you just got to back to what you said initially, Amy, you got to change that mindset, right? You got to work right. on that and it takes time. Right. And then who would you who would you recommend they surround themselves with? I mean, you've mentioned podcasts, you've mentioned, you know, the people that they surround themselves with. I think there's some people out there, Patrick, that they don't even know what love means. They don't mm -hmm. know what love looks like. They don't even know how to love themselves. Mm -hmm. um, so where are they they need to be guided to work with a coach? What do they need to do to to um even be open and learn what does love look like so that they can learn to love themselves and therefore then love others outside of them. Well, that's a beautiful thing about the age we live in right now, Amy, is you don't have to physically have somebody right next to you or that you're, you know, face to face. We have technology. I mean, look what we're doing right now. Right. So there's so many different you know, different avenues that you can take. I mean, I take Tony Robbins, for instance, if you don't know the, the background of Tony Robbins, it was, it was trauma. It was, it was, he was abused as a kid. His mom loved him. He had different step parents, uh, stepfathers in and out of his life. But the greatest thing that he ever uh, did was pick up a Dale Carnegie book and he read, he consumed it and other things. And then he learned more about love and loving yourself and stuff like that. So I'm a big believer that if you can find a tribe or a crew that surround yourself with, that is pumping you up again, yeah. not living in a bubble or fantasy land, but mm -hmm. giving you some truths, some hard truths sometimes and, and pushing you up and bringing you up then great. But the point is, is that to answer your question, you don't need somebody to physically in front of you. Some of my greatest mentors, Amy, and some of the people I really look up to, I never even met. <laughs> so I'm serious. And so, but yeah. they're mentors of mine, ad hoc men, mentors. They don't even know, but mm -hmm. You know, they're my coach because I, you know, I, I listen to their shows, I read their books, and they've mm -hmm. improved my life so much. So to I hope I answered your question. You know, you can learn about that yeah. through different outlets. And you don't have to have somebody in your life. But I'm I bet you anything, you have that physical person that you're what's in your circle, maybe one, at least one that you could reach out to. And yeah. sometimes some of the big, biggest advocates you have are the people that you least expect. Oh. Exactly. Well, now it just that willingness, that willingness mm -hmm. to learn, that willingness to take yeah. that next step. You know that that's key. You know here. So well, okay. and that's the fear aspect of it. You know, the fear oh, aspect yeah. of it is is but that we're so, so worried about what other people are going to think about us. We're so worried about not all the time, but a lot of time. I know because I was there. I can't start a show. What are people going to <laughs> think about me? What are that's people are going to say? What are my what are my Peers going to say, I remember people used, they laughed at me and I've been being in the cop field. That's a, that's a, that's a tough crowd. People aren't yeah. laughing at me anymore. And I don't sound that, say that cocky and arrogantly. I'm just saying that they're not laughing at me because I right. stuck with it and I didn't really care what they thought. Right. So, well, and it's the fear of the unknown. Yeah. I think so many people and you've, I know you've seen this time and time in your career, um, especially in dealing with women is we might be in a situation that we know is not good, but it's the fear of the unknown, you know, that we can't get over and wrap across. Now, I'm not speaking for myself personally, but you, you don't understand what I'm saying is we're so comfort comfortable, even if it's messy and ugly yeah. and not good. We're comfortable here because we know it. 
Yeah, and exactly right. But look at it. Go back to the root of it, Amy. Why are some people fearful and why are some people not? Because a lot of it goes back to how they were raised. Look at the current environment we're living in. And I don't want to get into a pandemic discussion, but look how many people are afraid. And there's a lot of them. But look on the opposite side of how many people aren't afraid. And that goes into their conditioning and how they're raised. And I'm not saying that there shouldn't be a time where you're fearful. Absolutely, you should be. But you can't let fear dictate how you live. And that's, I'm not just talking about the, you know, a pandemic or anything. I'm talking about everything in life. If you live in fear, then you're already dead. Right. Oh, I so agree with that. I mean, we just have to be willing to, to yeah. take the step, you know, yeah. take the step. You do it in fear. That's courage. Yeah. Courage is yeah. being afraid, but doing it anyway. And any successful person out there, Amy, you know this and your listeners probably know it. You know, Bill Gates didn't wake up one day and say, well, you know, I guess I'm a billionaire now and it didn't take any hard work. It didn't take any failure. No, look at Thomas Edison. Oh, How yeah. many times did he try to create a light bulb? He failed thousands right. of times. Right. But right. he kept at it. He, yeah. he, he, he faced fear and he overcame. Yeah. Well, that, that steps into that love yourself, you yeah, know, part of it, exactly. when you love yourself, you're just, I think that's the grit. That's the resilience. That's yeah. the, you know, the piece of the puzzle that makes you keep on doing what you know you need to yeah. do. All right. We got another V. <laughs> victories. Celebrate those small victories throughout the day. Because yeah. like I said, I mean, I know it seems trivial sometimes, but you have victories that you should be, you know, celebrating every day. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm here. I'm, I'm awake. You know, I said, I love you to my spouse. I've, I've hugged my kids. Those are, those are victories. You know, we don't, we shouldn't take those for granted. So the V is victories and you have plenty of victories when you really start dissecting your life and dissecting your day, month, year, you have a lot of victories that you should be celebrating. And that goes back to the L loving your life. So yeah. V is victories. You know what? I'm coming up to my, my jar is not that full, but I want to share this talking about <laughs> celebrating victories. So this is my Mason jar. And I start this at the beginning of the is year. Is that your cuss jar? Huh? <laughs> is that your curse jar? <laughs> no, no, no. Each week I, I write it. something down good that happened to me. I love it. And at the end of the year, I get to take these all out and read them. Isn't that amazing? You know, because Throughout the course of the year, you don't remember. Yeah, you forget. You know, you forget everything. So obviously, this has been sitting down here in Arizona. It's not very full. My other one is at in Iowa. But I love it. Um, great idea. My copy great, that, Amy. Great tip to you know go back and celebrate those victories. You know, yeah, and look love at the accomplishments because sometimes our mind does not remember that all. I love it. I love it. And that's why, you know, that's one of the things I do. And you, I'm, I, I don't know if you do, but I, I journal all the time. I'm constantly writing things down because I, I'm getting older. I can't remember everything. And I love that what you just did, you know, showed me. I'm going to copy that. That's a great idea. I, I, it just, it's, you want to talk about more fuzzies, you know, because December for me is all about looking back through the year. It's also about forecasting and looking forward. And this is just part of that, you know, yeah puzzle that I do. All right. E. One more E. Every day, be your best. Show up with your best self. I mean, you know, it doesn't matter how you feel. It doesn't matter what you think. Just show up and, and bring your best self. And trust me, that's going to pay off. That's going to pay off. Uh, I, the, the, one of the catalysts for me was, you know, you know, starting to, no matter how bad day I was having, I just showed up and did my best job I could. And 
I, I put my best foot forward and trust me that the universe is going to reward you for that. You know, when you, when you show up and, and you be your best. So it's, yeah, that's what it means. Every day, be your best. I love that. I love that. And when you, when you get the opportunity to show up, you get the opportunity to be of service to others. Exactly. And boy, if you're having a bad day, what a quick way to get out of that. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. is by being of service to others. I love it. Um, you talk about living deliberately. And I think using this EVOLVE acronym, you know, really helps us choose that life of deliberation. Um, tell me how this has, you know, because you have been working on this acronym for quite some time. How has this made an impact in your world? In your life? Oh, it's made all the impact mm -hmm. uh, in my world, um, Amy. And it took me a while to come up with it, but I wanted to cover, you know, and, and it's not. I would I would like it to be more comprehensive. It's comprehensive, but um, I, I wanted it to not only give back to people, first responders, and everybody. Really, this is not just applicable to law enforcement and first responders. Anybody could use this. Right. But again, I, I it really really helped me. But the key to all this is like we were talking about before when you asked me about positivity. The key is that you have to put forth the energy and you have to put forth. The action. I incorporate this every day of my life. And right. I tell you, it has changed my life. And I'm, I'm and for those people who don't know me, but I wasn't the positive person that you see in front of you for, for many years. I was I was irritated, pissed, you know, negative attitude until I came to a fork in the road and I said, look, I gotta do things differently. It's costing my relationships, it's costing, you know, uh, friends and things like that. So I need to do something different. So again, you know, it's helped me tremendously. And I know it's helped other people who have read it. And it's a free, and if people want to check out my book, I mean, it's available as an ebook on my website. So you can get it for free. Oh, awesome. So um, again, we're scrolling that website down on the underneath cjevolution.com. If you like what you heard from Patrick, go get the book. So it's free as an ebook. So is the print version out then? It is. I have it with okay. me. And if you contact me and if you reach out to me through social, which you'll find on my website, cjevolution.com, I will send you an autographed copy of my micro book. It's not a big, huge novel. It's just a micro book. I'll send you a copy of it. Just go to cjevolution.com. I love that. I'm going to sign up for that so I get my my autographed copy. I think that's amazing. Any final words you want to leave our listeners with as we close? No, out? it's been so wonderful, Amy. You're wonderful, doing great things, giving back to the world. I love it. Uh, if people want to check out my podcast, again, I have almost 400 episodes, great guests on the show, everything from New York Times bestselling authors to Navy SEALs. We all, you know, it's, it's self-help, you know, it's my my goal with my podcast is improving you personally and professionally. And you can find it all at cjevolution.com. I love that. Thank you so much, Patrick. We appreciate Thank you. being on. Take care. God bless. That's all for this episode of The Toxin Terminator. And we hope we've helped you remove the hidden toxins in your life for renewed health. If you're looking to continue your journey towards full rejuvenation, reach out to Amy directly by visiting amycarlson.com for your own one-on-one -on -one chat session, as well as your free toxic risk assessment. That's A-I-M-E-E carlson.com. And remember, you are just one small change away from renewed health.